the volume. The Sessions is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. They're America's number one sportsbook for a reason, y'all. It's so easy to use. It's safe and secure. That's one of the main things for me. I don't want any BS. I love that there's no BS with FanDuel. Plus, you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's super fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. It's awesome. So if you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with the promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona 18887897777 or visit ccpg.org/chat for Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg for Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania and Virginia 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY for New York Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 and 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Hey guys, welcome to the sessions. This was so much fun. So um, during the week uh, for Full Gear being out in Newark, we got to do some really great sit-down interviews. So yes, you get to listen to it here. And uh, it's always really fun, of course, to be in the same room as somebody. Just kind of like changes the dynamic changes the flow of the conversation i love 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 it so that's great but you can also check it all out on youtube if you want to like see us hanging out because i feel like that's just like a an extra fun little layer as well so you guys know what to do find it all on youtube just search my name renee paquette it will all pop up there for you so my first guest from these sit down interviews that i did is marina shafir i'm so pumped to have her on the show it was really interesting too because i, I mean i wasn't expecting there to be this like emotional aha moment. Um, and it was really, I thought, um, quite a cool moment for that to happen um, with Marina. I mean, you talk about somebody that just is like very passionate about what they do and puts in the work um, and seeks out the opportunities while also being a mom, while, you know, just being like a badass and me being like a new mom. I just have so much respect for women that do that. I mean, I know what that struggle can be like to like keep all things afloat. So to see her just like, you know, forge on is really great. Obviously, we talk for horsewomen. I would be remiss to not ask her about that. Um, we talk about Rhonda. We talk about Shayna, their relationships. Yeah. And just like what she wants to do, her her time in blood sport, what that meant to her, um, trying to make those connections in like the pro wrestling world as well from what she was able to do in Bloodsport. If you've not seen it, I highly recommend you go and check out Marina Shafir on Bloodsport uh, with Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Very, very cool stuff. All right, guys, enough of me talking. (laughs) There's about 45 minutes to an hour more of me talking. So here we go. Let's get into it, guys. This is Marina Shafir. I'm very excited to have you here on the show. I feel like I've like been a fan of yours, whether it was your time at NXT, the stuff you've got to do in Bloodsport, to what you're doing now in AEW. But I feel like, I just feel like there's so much more 
<laughs> that we can see and do with you. Do you, f- I mean, you must, you, what's going, like, how do you feel about that <laughs> stuff of like, That's, there's just so much to chew on with yeah. you. First off, thank you. Like, I feel like are we satellited each other like a lot and like just as much <laughs> that's as, like, a good you, term for like, it. yes just as much as you are like i'm just as much a fan of like just the way you carry yourself behind a mic very well done thank like, you like i have a lot of respect for that thank you um i feel like i'm really understanding that this business is about timing right like yeah you know 50 50 i just got to make sure my 50s like up to par when my when my real opportunity comes I think that's a, it's a great perspective and it's true. I mean, there's so many times it's like you can have all the talent in the world. And if the moment is not there for, you know, your services and the things that you bring to the table might not be the thing that are in demand at that moment. And it's like finding the time to like, it's like that preparation meets opportunity is when all that success happens. Frustrating as all hell, though, when you're waiting yeah, for it, Yeah, right? literally, you know, <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. Like, I just, I have every reason to just take complete control over this shit. But yeah. I'm also a big person on respect and, you know, yeah, understanding. Like, whenever I feel, like, frustrated or, like, so emotional, I have, like, tears in, like, the corners of my eyes. There's mm-hmm. just something I'm not understanding. And I just try to, like dumb it down for myself for a minute and like slow it down because I've seen so many people get taken advantage of over miscommunications and you know just a lack of communication and I think this is a great environment to like encourage us to have clear communication with each other over what we want how we want it when we want it and see if it's a possibility when I'm like seeing you whether it's at tv or whatever you're someone likes to work you like to let you like to work you like to be busy you like to learn from people you like to have the conversations with people um what have been some of the things that you've been able to see and learn from from women that come from the same background as you from i mean you've got the judo Mm -hmm. background that's a style that you would bring to the ring from Rhonda, from Shayna, from jessamine like what are some of the things that you've seen from them that work and things that don't work um, because like I just as just being my friends, like just sharing the experiences that we've had together, like, you know, just unsolicited and just not, um, not mm-hmm. contrived, like just organic times together where we really recognize how unique one another was yeah. and like why we were in that space together in that time. And like, yeah. that's kind of like what I really want to bring out in myself as a performer they taught me that like your friends tell you why you're special sure you know like they told me why I was special and it's just so funny because like you know people just think I just kind of showed up every anytime somebody gets to know me they're like they just think I just kind of showed up right and that's fine it's you know it's fine it's just that the work has always been a thing that I've been putting in that's not a point I'm ever out to prove. I have other people say it for me because they recognize that. Yeah. But from them, that's what I, that's exactly what stands <laughs> out. Well, I feel, I mean, for me, my first, like, when you first popped up on my radar was like, oh, Ronda Rousey's really into wrestling. Yeah, she's always watching wrestling with her <laughs> friends. And, like, there's all these videos that you guys were always doing. Like, 
So for like the training and everything that you guys were all doing together to being huge wrestling fans, to being the four horsewomen, and oh, we will get into that. (laughs) Um, What were sort of the steps that went into pro wrestling being the dream for you? It wasn't like this organic, I mean, it was organic in its own nature, but like I was an immigrant. My parents didn't understand any English, like. Ah, so they watched wrestling. We did sometimes, but here's the thing. My dad, he was a really big influence in my life, like my superhero. This is his jacket, by the way. Yeah, this is his jacket, by the way. What's your dad's name? Venyamin Shafir. Venyamin Shafir. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Yep, absolutely. If I say it right away, I'll be good. I probably won't be able to repeat (laughs) it. That's okay. It's okay. The first, you got me on the first one. Um, (laughs) He was just a really big influence in my life, and he was always like, you know, that's just fake. But he comes from a culture where, like, they pride themselves on real, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, he also didn't really take the time to, like, talk about how this is an entertainment business, blah, blah, blah. So it was always on in the background for, like, a little bit here and there. But we never really dove in. I was into, like, Chuck Norris, Jackie Chan, <laughs> like, you know, old school martial artsy mm-hmm. movies that, like, they don't talk. It's just pantomiming a lot. Uh-huh. Later on, when I when the four of us were living together, me, Rhonda, Shayna, and Jessamine, Shayna was the one who like really, it just brought us together. Like we're in a, <laughs> some fight camp, and like it was just the thing that we did. And then you like program yourself to like check back in with your people, and that was the time that we did. What were you guys watching then? Like, what were the things that you guys were really into? Mainly um, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, uh-huh. right? That's yeah. what got us in. But then like. You know, Shayna being Shayna, she's like, dangerous profession. And like, that's called the Indies. And there's one particular show called PW. Witches go there. <laughs> like, but really, not a lot of girls went at the time. And we somehow just, you know how professional wrestling works? Like, somebody said something to someone, this and then that. And then there we are all experience it and we're like, oh, <laughs> there's levels to this, like for real. <laughs> okay, so everyone's starting to get the buzz mm-hmm. that there's the four horsewomen, you guys are all buddies, you all live together, you're all big wrestling fans. What were the conversations, especially because like, I think it was like very much so like, oh, Ronda Rousey's going to get into pro wrestling, but then it was like, we're all doing this thing. Like how – did that all kind of come together to sort of like figure out what like the future was going to look like for you guys? It wasn't ever really like a conversation. It was more of like a mutual understanding. And at the time, uh, Shayna was the one like towards the end. Like I hurt, I had hurt my neck. This is right before Rhonda fought Holly. I had hurt my neck really bad. And I was out from uh, two herniated discs and trying to get back into like at least competing in jujitsu and rehabbing. I was in my own like thing. At that time, Shayna really decided to double down on wrestling, and I think she went to Japan, or she was getting ready to go to Japan. We just were on different paths, and I had met Roddy at PWG, and he just <laughs> slid into my DMs and just, you know, you know that pro wrestling charm. Yeah, sure you just, do. We <laughs> all just, fall victim to you it. You know, I, I know how to, like, sweep people off their feet, but he, he fucking got me. <laughs> uh, it just, I don't know, like, I got pregnant, thought everything was over because, you know, I was just not where I wanted to be in my career. Mm-hmm. And uh, I committed to being a family. Yeah. And I moved and 
Um, Where were you then? California? Yeah, I was living in California. Yeah. And then I moved to Florida and Roddy was in a transition too, which was, you know, an emotional roller coaster. Sure was a fun time. It was, there was <laughs> a lot of unsurety, you know, like. Yeah. We lived in a house that like was a client of his mother's that she cleaned, like to help sure, us out. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was rough. Yeah. Then I had Troy and he had been signed with NXT and, um, you know, that was around the time, right when Troy was born was when Rhonda was like stirring the pot a little bit more. We were all associated as a four. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting because it's something that the fans really wanted. Of the course. fans more so established it yeah. in us. Like we yeah. really didn't have to be like, we're the four horse women. We're going to prove it to you. Mm -hmm. derp, 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 derp. No, we, there was no song and dance. It yeah. was just like, we're friends. We train. We fucking push each other. And that's just what it well, is. Well, it was such, I mean, that's where like the organic side comes to where it's like, okay, we've got you guys on one side, but then there's there's Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Becky. We've got like those four horses and everyone was like, Sal, I can't believe we never got that, by the way. Hey. Like, I still can't believe that that never happened. Egos, like, oh my God. Egos were at play. I bet. I'm sure. And, you know, I've learned there's some, too many fucking cooks in the kitchen sometimes. Yeah. You know, in, sure. more, in more ways than one. And yeah. I never knew this, but like, you know, I just feel like professional wrestling was a little bit more exclusive back in the day. It wasn't just about like politicking. It was just about like really showing respect, not kissing ass and like mm -hmm. not feeling like you have to give something up of yourself to take it to the next level. Yeah, Evolving, yeah, but like stripping yourself, like, I don't know. Get more kicks out of every world soccer match with FanDuel. Soccer fans, now is a perfect time to give FanDuel a shot because new customers get $125 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. And when you bet on Team USA in group play, all customers get free bets back if they don't win. FanDuel is also now live in Maryland Get in on the action now with great offers, boosts, and more. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super, super easy to use. Plus, you can build your own same-game parlays and take advantage of awesome offers all throughout the tournament. Best of all, you get paid for your winnings instantly. So don't miss your chance to get $125 in free bets, win or lose, when you join FanDuel with the promo code Renee, R-E-N-E-E. -E. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. For Colorado, Iowa, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org for Maryland. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 for Tennessee. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com for Kansas. 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming. Or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. I want to get into like the parenthood stuff too. Like, because I, I feel like it all just kind of coincides. Like kind of all at oh, the yeah. same time too. Like as a woman, having your baby, you've got Roddy, 
that part of life is coming together. But you mentioned that your career was not where you want it to be. You see Rhonda going to do her thing. How did that feel to be like pregnant in that mode, beautiful time of your life, but still being like, shit, I want to be doing that stuff too. Like, was that a weird, I think sort of juxtaposition? Absolutely. You know, like that feeling of like, you need to go pee when you're pregnant. Hell yeah. So like, I felt like I needed to fucking pee, but I couldn't go. We got UTIs up in here. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it just felt like I had this like internal pressure to like go and I like couldn't do it. Yeah. And it is the worst. It's like. A reoccurring fucking sneeze that just won't get the fuck out, right? <laughs> and it's just, you just eat it each time and you're just like fucking yourself up more because yeah. you just need the sneeze to get out. But I like relate better in like metaphors and I just. Hey, keep them bad. coming. I like it. <laughs> I like them a lot. I mean, feeling it. I um, get it. But yeah, like I, um, I was really flattered that I was still, you know, considered part of the group, even though I had gone through like all this transition. I was away from my friends. Yeah. We were not together. Yeah. You know, we only like linked up a couple times and I felt like this responsibility, like if I'm going to be in this role, like buck the fuck up, like, yeah. you know, like, yes, you, you're dealing with your own, but like, you just need to start putting one foot in front of the other and just making sure you're ready for whatever. So what did that look like for you to go from having Troy and this whole life overhaul of like, you're getting married, you're doing all these things. You were assigned to NXT at this point. I got signed to NXT when Troy was, like, a little over one. Okay. So what were the steps to get back to that spot? As an athlete and mother and the time that both of these things take to, like, really dedicate yourself to those things is, like, I I know. No, for real. I can't even imagine, like, as someone that's, like, I don't – my body can do whatever it needs to do and it is what it is. But even just, like, working and being a mom and trying to, like, strike that balance is, like, holy shit – I can't imagine doing that while also having to put in the time in the gym and like physically feel the way that you need to feel is like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> all of that. Just all of that every day over and over again. Yeah. You know, like there are some days where like, shit, you know what your responsibilities should be that day. Yeah. But you just like take a look at yourself in the mirror and you're just like, it's not today. Yeah. You know, and like being forced to listen to your body, being forced to like do what you need. Yeah. And not realizing that you're actually bettering yourself. Yeah. You're, you just have complete FOMO and then there's postpartum and then there's. Did you have any like postpartum oh, stuff? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was brutal. Yeah. Because Roddy was busy mm-hmm. and I was stay at home mom learning how to be a stay at home mom. Yeah. And. You know, then I started getting the training bug again. I was around like eight to 12 weeks postpartum. I started doing jujitsu again. And then I lost a lot of movement, but I was like, oh, fuck, though. Like, it's kind of like riding a bike. I kind of still got it. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was really rough. There was a lot of beautiful moments. You know, there was one. (laughs) This was one of the moments that like, you know, I just froze still breastfeeding. I breastfed him for 14 months. Good for you. Holy shit. And, you know, that was the one thing that, like, that was my one goal. Mm -hmm. To get at least a year, if I could. Because I know how hard that shit is. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't fucking happen. And women, regardless of their history, they encourage it. Mm -hmm. Because they know, like, if they could, they fucking would. Sure. And I had an opportunity to do it. But then, you know, around fucking a year, you're just like, 
biggest fucking mistake of my life. What the fuck? Like, I'm just, you know, at every fucking beck and call, man. Like, and I love my son. Yeah. But I couldn't take a shit without having to hold him in my lap. Just naked and defeated because I was like, this is naked and afraid. Shit. Like legit. Seriously, I could cry. Like you guys are laughing. Fuck you. Like I'm just, you will never have to experience that like lonesome, just frustrated feeling of just like, how am I going to wipe my ass? I'm just like, what the fuck? It's so like legit the things that you go through as a parent you're like oh my god I was not prepared for this and here's the kicker I didn't know this was a thing oh my god Troy was supposed to be a twin oh my gosh he wow. fucking ate his brother in my womb John- Wait, that's why we called him shark boy for like a little while oh my yeah gosh. so that like then you feel that with the postpartum it's just wave after wave after wave and like it's a skill to learn like this is temporary catch your breath and i'm like i fucking just want to get out of the water so get me out (laughs) i know yeah when you're just like and i mean shit even this morning i was like trying to get out the door because i wasn't home much yesterday nora's like needy 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 and i'm like oh you got it somewhere to be and i'm like then you're getting like that mom guilt that's pulling you in one direction but you've got meetings to get to and like work things you need to do and it's like trying to split your attention to two things and do both of those things well is like oh yeah holy crap it's crazy it's not that it's like so negative right it's just that it's like really hard adjustment it's an adjustment and it's a labor of love when it's the labor of love it's really fucking hard Mm -hmm. it is really hard yeah and i'm not saying that like i regret any of it i just i just should have really pumped more and just Put the I bottle say, in his mouth and like, yeah. you know, and like, I love our son, but it was just, it was one of those things that lesson, you know, yep. serious lesson. It's not the end. Of, he, he's the most affectionate, loving kid. And like, I definitely don't regret any of that. It's just, I would have saved myself some migraines and some loss of sleep. I was the opposite way where Nora stopped breastfeeding at two months. And I was like, we're in a good groove. Yeah. Everything's uh. awesome. I feel good. You're eating plenty. Like, I thought we were in a rhythm. And she was like, mm, I'm done with you. And I was like, what? So you, like, go through that, like, that weird mom guilt thing. Where you're like, no, we should be doing this. I'm going to fight you on this. Like, this yeah. is going to happen to then me going, you know what? She takes a bottle. And now I can wear a different top. I don't have to worry about busting a titty out at yeah. every corner. Or it's leaking. Like, or fucking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't know this was going to be a mom therapy session, but hey, we are. Listen, this one's for the moms, I guess, because yeah, it's a we're beautiful all different. Thing. And, and like, obviously, we, you know, you love your kid, mm-hmm. but it's like when you are, we're all so busy. I mean, it's whatever your career is, whatever the thing is you're doing, it's like just trying, it's just, it's the, it's the moments of trying to get like back on track, which I guess was like my question to you of like, when did you feel like you were in that good groove and trying to get back to where, like, you were in, like, fighting mode? And then getting signed to NXT. When I got released from NXT, I was in the best shape of my life. You were. And I feel like that was, like, a notable thing of, like, shit, look at you. You looked yeah. great. And it threw me for a loop because I consistently asked for that pressure. It should be easy with me. Yeah. I know what I look like. I know what my disposition is. Mm-hmm. Just use me. 
there's stuff going on with Jess and Shayna was doing her thing. Use me. Give me that experience. I'm not afraid of failing. I keep saying that to everyone. Yeah. You see like the great ones, you know, they've been put in those positions for a reason because they have failed. And then they, they learned Mm -hmm. and it's a nonverbal trust. And I, you know, sometimes maybe I talk a little too much because I'm not able to do as much, but like, it's a trust that I really want to earn. I believe myself. Why shouldn't I? Yeah, certainly. Seriously. What's your stance on like being underestimated in those moments? Like what, whether it was like at NXT to like things that you want to achieve now, what are the things that you want people to see in you that you know you're able to bring to the table? Like at NXT, I was told by multiple people, they're like, oh, Marina, I had like 10 of you. You know, this place would be so fucking completely different. I'm like, but I'm not doing shit. So you'd have 10 really hardworking, too nice wrestlers. Like they're just, you know, beautiful, powerful, all that stuff, but too nice and not really like understanding who they are. And um, I never understood what that meant. Like I just, I I didn't. So I felt like I never really got a proper introduction. You know, those, those photos, like, oh, I can fucking talk about this now. Like the photos that when you got signed to NXT with like Triple H yeah. where he's like shaking their hand. I never got that photo. And that just sat with me. I wanted that fucking photo. That meant a lot to me. Yeah. No, it's, it's a moment. Sure. But it was, we had to kind of like play it cool, you know? And I'm like, fuck that. Like, I want yeah. that photo. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that shit was going on for me that I was going to have a chance to like, I wanted to, I just wanted to have a good match and then get back there. And I'm like, we're getting this fucking photo, right? Like, that's yeah, my yeah, moment. Yeah. And I never got yeah. it. And it's fine. But that didn't sit well with me. And then I realized I underestimated myself. Like, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to that shit. And uh, maybe that's what needed to happen. I needed to go away and I needed to, like, mold myself. Like, Roddy really helped me. We, had, we talk a lot about wrestling. It's just impossible not to go a day without it, I know it, right? how that goes. And it's like, <laughs> and then wrestling is all, it's fucking opinion-based. Mm-hmm. And then you have this idea of something or how someone is supposed to look, and another person doesn't, and that's a conversation of why. And then it's right. like, well, we'll make money. And I'm like, I'm a terrible Jew. I don't fucking care about money. <laughs> like, I just don't care about I'm terrible about that shit. Am I? I don't know. But you just, you have your passion projects and it's like the things that you were passionate about and it's not necessarily about like what, you know, what's going to draw in this moment and like, I don't know. And I I eventually will be, but like right now, like it's just, I'm 34. I am probably the most athletic I've been in like my entire life. And I feel like I'm not even really pushing myself like outside of this. Like I, I haven't been doing the things that like, Fill my cup. You know what I mean? What, what is that? What fills your jiu-jitsu cup? Jiu-jitsu consistently. Like, I have this goal of getting my jiu-jitsu black belt. It's going to be in my life for the rest of my life. Like, it's just, whenever I feel lost, I go to the mat. That's what helps me. Yeah. And that's been me my entire fucking life. Yeah. So that's a goal of mine. I've been neglecting that. And, like, when you neglect something, it just doesn't, it kind of rolls downhill, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like. I know when I'm having inconsistencies in my matches. Like if you like look overall and I'm not having these kinds of conversations with anyone other than my husband. Professional wrestling has levels, right? That's like a, 
a conversation you need to earn to have, right. you know, and uh, I get that, but I want to, in order to be able to earn to have it, I need to be put in that arena and I need to, I want those matches. I fucking, I want to learn. And that's something that you're actively doing. Yeah. Right. And like the, to have those opportunities come up to get more of the experience, learn from those things, learn from the mistakes, learn while you're out there, be under the learning tree of whoever to be able to have that experience. Um, where do you like start with that? I mean, you're, you are going to be starting to do some other yeah. shows, right? Yeah. Like I, um, before I got signed with AEW, I was doing like indie shows here and there. But then the schedule just got crazy because yeah. then I got signed and I was like, oh, fuck, like I'm spending no time with my family. Yeah. And, you know, I just decided not to do anything else. And then I I took a, a couple here and there. But, you know, for me, pro wrestling is special and you can do it however the fuck you want to do it. Right. That's what people say. There isn't just one fucking way up the mountain. There's multiple. Yeah. So for me, I need to approach whatever matches that are in my future. I want time to prepare. Yeah. I want time to understand what I need to bring to the table. Yeah. You know, and I like that pressure. So Marina that we see in AEW and Marina that we've been able to see in something like a blood sport. How is blood sport for you? Cause that seems like that's your, like that's your arena. That's your wheelhouse, obviously. Ah, thank you. <laughs> but like when you're, when you're in there doing that and obviously being able to work with Josh and you guys go way back, I mean, what, what were, what are some of the conversations that you have with like Josh about this stuff? Cause I mean, he's, he's a pretty brilliant mind when it yes. comes to all this stuff as well and blending the two styles. He knows how to be like Marina. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> simplify this yeah we simplify we simplified we simplified that was the game plan and just goes back to basics yeah. like you know like I have a good enough foundation that I can lean on if I ever feel like I'm in trouble I don't need to like you know yeah. just try harder than that reaction because the reactions that are what what are special but the two shows that I did he honed it in for me like both times the second one I wasn't like I was I was into it, but I I feel like I I could have I could have killed her. Like I just could have like done something else. But you know, you like review whatever anyway. Yeah. Um at Bloodsport was where I felt that dragon feeling. Yeah. Like that dragon feeling that everybody fucking talks about having the perfect match. Yeah, we already know that it doesn't exist because it has to come to you. Yeah. And I worked my fucking ass off and it came to me. Did you know it when it happened? I'm going to cry because it's like, sorry. No, it's Um, okay. It was just so cool because, like, I wasn't used to people cheering me. And everybody stood the fuck up. And I'm like, and that just, like, honed me the fuck in, you know? And I, damn, I, like. They're chasing it. Yeah, like, and a lot of, like, just. Motivation from Rhonda went into that one. Like, I was just, she helped me so much, like, with my head. And so did Roddy. Like, he was there with me every day. But, like, really let me understand that that it happened was I got a voicemail from Roddy. And he knows how nervous I was. He was just, like, left me, like, a little voice message. And he was teary-eyed in it. And he was like, you fucking killed it. Like, and he was just like, enjoy it. You fucking killed it. That was beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, you know, it was, you know, I'm not 
I like really made me happy and it was apparent to people who love me. Yeah. And like, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. What were the conversations that you were having with Rhonda leading up to that? Just strength. Just like reminding ourselves that like we're strong enough to handle whatever it is that like is in front of us. And it was important to hear from other people. I just haven't really been able to like talk about it with anyone. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, um, but I mean, that's, that's literally what's happening right now is like the reason why you fight and it's the long hours and it's the long days and it's being away from your family and like having that feeling and that purpose is what all of that work is about and like living in those moments, but also being able to take that time to go, that's it. That's the moment. Holy shit. I'm in it. And to like yeah. actually recognize that stuff is like, it's so special to be able it's to do that on another level. And I, you know. I feel like, you know, there's those wrestlers and I'll fucking eat some shit on this. I don't care. Like everybody thinks they can wrestle. Everybody thinks that they can do this. And, you know, where I come from, where I really come from, there's some real fucking levels to this shit. And if there was a belt system in professional wrestling, it would be a little bit different. And, you know, people would be having different fucking conversations. Right. But there isn't because everybody can do it and it's entertainment and it's smoke and mirrors and that's not what I bring. I bring me. When you talk about like the belt system that happens, whether it's uh, judo, jujitsu, and if something like that were to exist in professional wrestling, and I feel like there's always that conversation of like professional wrestling is so built on respect. Yeah. But you look at the differences of something like having that belt system and the respect that somebody learns from, like literally with my daughter, I'm like, I want to put her in martial arts to learn respect to a degree. Like that is what that's all about. What are the differences you see between those two types of respect? In professional wrestling nowadays, like if you're not old school and you're not known for being old school, you don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't fucking got it. Nobody gives you a lick of fucking time. They just like look you up and down and they will keep minding their business. But you have to have that like tough skin. You got to understand that like, you know, this shit doesn't come easy. And like people coming in now, it's yeah, it's a little like, I don't know. Like I just, this is, this is all I have to relate it to. If you come into a jujitsu school and you have no fucking training at all, like, no one's going to fucking care about your clout. You can have a black belt and clout, but in a gym, they're only going to be nice to you because it gets more people in the door. And they know that about you. That's all you are. Yeah. Is, you know, they're giving you a good jab for your clout. But, like, in jujitsu, like, you really fucking have to earn that shit. And in judo, and in, like... And I'm, I'm really grateful that I have a handful of people in this business who, like, remind me what that belt system is. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I'm fucking green, but I'm not afraid of the hard work. Yeah. I'm not. I've done it. Mm -hmm. I've surpassed people who are really good at it. Like, the fucking condition. Oh, man, Norman Smiley used to try to kick my ass. <laughs> he would fucking, he would fucking have his little timer on a button and, like, he's like, all right, go again, go again. And, like, he's like, you're coming up on eight minutes. I'm like, keep going, motherfucker. We're going to 20. Like, Damn. And I just, I just didn't care. Damn. I didn't care. And this was at, like, eight o'clock in the morning during fucking COVID. Everybody's hit a wall emotionally. And yeah. I'm just like, fuck it. I might never get out of my house again. Like, <laughs> I'm a freak flag fly out here. <laughs> So how do you get back to that moment, that moment at Bloodsport? How do you get back to that moment with where you're at now? Well, for me personally, just having to have dealt with some struggles these last like 
few months. Like, I just haven't really been happy with, like, uh, I just, I know there's more to me and I, I'm not, I'm not doing myself any service. And like, the reason I had that was because I had, I was so happy. Like, I was happy at home. You know, I was happy with myself. I know I worked hard and had nothing to lose. And I got to like remind myself every day that I have nothing to fucking lose. Right. I refuse to sell out. I refuse to fucking give somebody something I know I don't have. Humble me. Like, I'm ready. Like, I just, <laughs> that's the only way you're going to, like, get that respect, right? Yeah. And um, when I approach this stuff, I just really want to work with people really bad. Who I don't want to work with. Uh, Serena, mm. easy. Uh, Mercedes, easy. Mm. Athena, holy shit, we'll beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Fuck, like. Give me Brit, fucking yeah. give me Jamie, give me the, give me, no, fuck that. Give me Kiara, give me Diamante, give me all the girls that are like also are in that bubble who want to like break that ceiling. Mm-hmm. I want all those girls because everybody has something to offer, yeah. not just one fucking person. And I, I want for the women, I feel like once we get back to understanding how to like seriously lean on each other and trust, yeah. it's just going to be what it is. There's only so much TV time. Exactly. Right? And that's, you know, sort of the spot that everyone's kind of stuck between rock and a hard place. And that's fine. Give us a real opportunity as the women's, like, so I used to fucking say this shit all the time. And we would have, like, these locker room meetings, like, back in the day. And, like, does anybody else have anything fucking to say? I've been in the business for six months. If they had tomatoes and eggs, they would have fucking thrown that shit at me. But I just felt it. I didn't give a fuck. I've been the same person. Ask anybody. I've been the same person from when they met me to now. I said, we are not each other's competition. We are not trying to fucking kill each other. Yeah. We are in competition with that fucking locker room. Right. And you know who's in that fucking locker room? My husband. But you know what? Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I want to be in the spot that he's in. Yeah. And yeah. I'm after... His ass. Yeah, yeah. And it makes our sex life amazing. <laughs> and like. Get it, girl. Like, I just, that's me. Yeah. And everybody's just looked at me and they're like, shut the fuck No. Like, uh, well, you know, it. you just, you never know. I was the new girl. And right. I, you know, I only worked my fucking ass off in pure martial arts. I didn't go to a fucking professional wrestling seminar. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. I will. Mm-hmm. Send me to one. Send me to 50. I would love to. Yeah. But I'm sorry that, like, your feelings are hurt because I didn't do what you had to do. Right. And yeah. that's why everybody fucking hated Rhonda. <laughs> oh, my God. To be a fly on the wall for some of the conversations you guys do. <laughs> I can't. She's a fucking beast, man. Like, yeah. she just... She knows what to just let roll off her shoulder Mm -hmm. and she knows what needs to light her ass on fire. Like she knows. Yep. That's how well I want to know myself. Certainly to be able to see the way that Rhonda operates and the situations that she was put in and like moments that she's been able to have and like to be able to navigate that and like maneuver within those is like, I don't want to say, I feel like, yeah, she doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. And yeah. she's taken to it. She's, yeah. Oh, my God. 
Has she ever? I know. I know. And she's so fucking happy. And I'm yeah. so happy for her. And like, I just miss her so much. Like, cause I know she's, she's in that beautiful part. You know what I'm talking about? Like, ugh, <laughs> it's just great to see her. And they're just handling her and Travis just. Yeah. Beautiful, always loving home. And they're just, they're just living their life. They're just doing it. They've got it pretty good. Yeah. Browse yeah. the acres, everybody. I know. For real. <laughs> For real. <laughs> well, listen, I appreciate you coming on here with me and uh, being able to to get into some stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm a fan of yours. I'm, thank you for having I me really, and like, just like, letting me shoot the shit. Yes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if anyone's like big takeaway from this is like the work that you want to put in to be great and like learn those lessons along the way and figure out your way to greatness. It's not, you're not asking for a free pass on yeah. anything. It's just give me the opportunity to go out there and learn and, and grow and do those things. Yeah. Apparently it's like, let the people tell you you're a dumbass over and over and over again until they realize that, Oh, this dumbass is actually trying to not be so fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Damn. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Looking I forward had... to more Marina on our TVs. You're the best. Thanks. a huge thank you to marina for hanging out with me and like just making the time while we were there in newark i know everyone was pulled in a million different directions and it was so so busy um so i was really happy that she was able to like carve out the time to come and hang so shout out to marina um hope you guys really love this episode check out all the things like subscribe leave a comment all of that good stuff have a really great thanksgiving um kind of you know I'm probably not supposed to say this but it's how I feel just disconnect from some shit you know hang out with your family and have real conversations it's nice it's very very nice I know there's television shows and things happening and all that but it's nice to just hang out with uh, your family and friends and and soak that up but hey if that's not an option it is of course nice to be able to turn to uh, some great entertainment during the holidays so that's me talking up both sides of my mouth (laughs) thanks for hanging out guys this has been the sessions (laughs) 